Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and I'd like to welcome you to our latest podcast. Today is January 9th, and Happy New Year, if I didn't say that to you already. And today's the opening of Macworld, and those of you like me who have iPods, uh, we would like to say that hopefully there will be some new iPods coming out, and uh, I'm holding out for the new iPod that has a very large flat screen, but don't count on it. Anyway, um, just uh, a couple things. One is I'd like to remind people about our CME courses, which help pay for this free CTSS site. And our next course is in February, President's Weekend, 15 to 18, at the Disney Yacht Club. Should be a terrific meeting. Excellent speakers, excellent chances for hands-on training. That should be good. And then we're going to be having two meetings back-to-back, Baltimore, April 20 to 22. That's a Friday to Sunday. And then the 27th to 29th of April, the following weekend, at the Venetian in Las Vegas. Those are our basic 3D CTA cardiac courses. Again, terrific courses, lots of time for hands-on training. So hopefully you will be able to join us there. If you go to the Vegas meeting, I can tell you that if you act quickly, you can buy tickets to see the, the Beatles show, the Circus Olay Love, which is really, really good, I'm told, by Bruce Urban. And um, you should go uh, you can get tickets in really good seats. The other thing I would comment about CME is, as some of you know, we're doing a cruise this summer. We're doing a cruise to the Greek islands, and this is our fourth year of doing cruises. The summer meetings I've done, I initially started in Santa Fe, and that was recommended to me by Dr. Brody and his wife, uh, Mrs. Wendy Brody, and we had very successful meetings there for seven years, and then we went to Tahoe for three or four years, and now we've done the cruises. So I always do listen to suggestions Uh, by people for different places to have CME meetings because so many CME meetings are the same. There's only a certain amount of times you can go to Chicago or Phoenix or any of the other type meeting cities. And so I have an idea for a CME course. It's not my idea. Karen Horton, who's one of my colleagues, has this meeting where she wants to go. It's more she wants to go to a certain place and she wants me to have a meeting around that place. And so I thought I would ask the audience if people would be willing to go. And that is to go see the Aurora Borealis, which is one of the great wonders of the world. I don't know too much about the Aurora Borealis. I remember a little bit about that from uh, elementary school. And there's certain good areas to see it, uh, northern parts of Alaska, in the middle of Canada, northern parts of Russia, and Greenland, and other Nordic countries. Now, the downside is when the aurora borealis occurs, you can't exactly be positive. So you can kind of go to where it's supposed to be, and it may not happen. So it's very hard to predict days. The other problem is that it's typically when it's really cold out. So it's typically um, the aurora season I'm reading goes from uh, late September, early October to late March, which is the winter. So it's like minus like 9,000 degrees outside. So if those of you think we should be going to someplace that's really cold, really far away for a chance of not seeing anything, this might be the meeting for you. But uh, I never argue with Karen. She often has terrific ideas. And so We're taking a sign-up sheet, and if people force me, we're going to have to go see the Aurora Borealis. Anyway, um, other things, just a few notes about CT is Us. Uh, One is that uh, we've improved, expanded, done all sorts of wonderful things on the cardiac section, 
and it's on the front page. We have lots of different lectures now. Uh, we have lots of text material and lots of cases, and we'll continue to grow that. Again, cardiac CT is the hottest area, so we're trying to really put that on the front burner for us. We've added a lot of teaching files, a lot of video, um, a lot of neat things um, that people have requested. Again, if you have any comments, suggestions, ideas, let us know. We're doing vodcasts. We're also, over the next couple of weeks, going to open up a radio station. We're going to have a call-in show. It's going to be kind of like the Howard Stern show without any of the... Uh, um, wild and crazy things, except wild and crazy radiology, I guess, where we'll be able to call in and we'll have a talk show. I'm not sure that's how Johnny Carson started, but uh, it's something we're going to do. Other things that um, we will address, and uh, I've had some requests in terms of podcasts. Uh, one thing we will address will be the use of saline flush, how to take advantage of it, the uh, the role of uh, Isoasmolar contrast agent. There have been several recent articles suggesting that maybe Visipake isn't as good as it claims to be. Of course, those of you who use Visipake know it is as good as it claims to be. So there is, a, um, we can look at some of the articles that maybe are uh, kind of creating a lot of noise. And uh, again, it's not an uncommon thing, a lot of noise without a lot of fact. But it's something we can look at and uh, look carefully at that, see what's going on. Also, one of the things, if you look at the podcast, and obviously if you're listening to this, you look at our podcast, I've been trying to do is interview people and interview people who are well-known in radiology. And you can see Dan Peters, who's the president and CEO of GE Healthcare Pharmaceutical Division, is interviewed uh, from RSNA, and uh, he has terrific insight of where things are and where things are going. And let me know if you like these type of uh, interactions. We can bring all sorts of people in. We can speak to them and uh, have them share information with you. So that's something uh, that I think we're looking at doing. Again, as we enter this calendar year of 2007, we're looking for new ways of building out CTSS, providing new opportunities for education. Uh, we are looking, and I always do consider the possibility of a providing fixed CME credits. Again, it's a not a trivial process, and it's one that uh, involves um, you know outside institution, for example, a CME office at Hopkins. Uh, but many people do constantly request that we provide CME credits. Maybe it's something that we need to do, and it's something we'll look at. And again, uh, as far as we go from CT as us, we tend to try to do whatever is interesting and try to look at new technologies. And I think within education, opportunities for new technologies are indeed coming to the surface. This Google era where you can find anything anywhere is something that uh, we need to kind of build in a little bit to CT as us. I think CT as us is very well designed. But some of the things we've never been able to do or we haven't really tried to do um, has been indexing. So, for example, you can't type in the word hepatoma and see every image and see every article and every lecture that refers to hepatoma. And maybe that's something we will look at doing. It's, it's doable, it's expensive and time-consuming and all those usual adjectives, but it's something that probably needs to be done. And uh, we've spoken about this for a number of years but um, it has not been our highest priority, but maybe we should move it up our priority list. Other things um, beyond that, uh, we will look at some of the changes in CT scanners, look at some of the new uh, 
uh, detector arrays, whether it's dual source or potentially 256. Those are all things we're going to look at. And with that, I'll stop at this point and uh, be speaking to you again real soon. Have a nice day.